So I love the dual narrative that I've been able to create comparing uh, running a road race with um, building your financial portfolio and building your long-term success financially because each phase of racing parallels a financial lesson. Preparation signifies goal setting. Execution mirrors consistent savings. Mid-race reflection resembles adaptability. And then, of course, recovery embodies the magic of compound interest. And when you think about it, you know, as a runner would celebrate their triumph when they cross the finish line, remember that just as those steps guide them to victory, these principles guide us towards financial well-being. Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm excited to be back as always. And this weekend, this past weekend, we had Falmouth Road Race Weekend. And in our little town here in Falmouth, down on Cape Cod, we have about 16,000 residents, I believe, uh, all year long. And then in the summertime, in June, July, and August, it increases to more than double, almost triple that number. However, we have a couple of special events that they do down here. One of them is our 4th of July fireworks, and the other one is the Falmouth Road Race, which just happened this weekend. And during the Falmouth Road Race, we have 75,000 people that come to our little beach town and populate this place like it, it's such a shock to the economy and and a shock to everyone because you know the restaurants are filled the hotels are filled and there's just there's just fun that goes on the entire weekend and then they're gone like it's a ghost town like the day after they clean up so well and professionally they have hundreds of volunteers but anyway it's just a such a fun thing and as i'm sitting there watching the race unfold this weekend and then prepare for it we decided instead of being at the finish line where we normally go every year we were going to go to the six mile marker which is just one mile before the end of the race and just see what it's like to just when they hit that one mile mark to go if we could do something to just encourage them and just you know it, it was just so enjoyable to do it this way first time we've done it this way and there's some lessons here that I said I can pull out that just relate so well to what we do in the financial world when people are preparing and executing and recovering from an event like this um, and I'm talking about the participants the runners so I'm going to get into that a little bit today I'm going to talk about that and I think you're going to really uh, be able to draw the comparisons that I've drawn from it in a way that may help you with your financial journey so the first comparison that I can draw is in the preparation phase, um, just much like you know laying the foundation for a race through training. Financial success requires setting goals and crafting a plan. So if you're a runner, you're going to prepare physically. You're going to allocate time to outline your financial goals. Just as the runner builds endurance, 
gradually, you're going to allocate a portion of your income to savings, nurturing your financial resilience. So my comparison is that just as a runner's training builds physical endurance, if you're consistently saving, you're building financial endurance, financial strength. And I think that it teaches us that steady progress will always yield more sustainable results than sudden leaps. I know for me, anytime that I was um, doing any kind of a um, race or running or even for that matter, biking or any kind of endurance exercise for any sustained period of time, it was really important to find a stride, uh, you know, a steady stride that reflects your um that one place that you feel comfortable that you can continue throughout the um, whole entire process of running the race. And I think that it's um, very similar in your financial contributions that you're making towards your long-term growth in your financial world. I think both show that steady, regular effort surpasses Um, you know, sporadic actions, Uh, you know, just to throw money into an account every now and then when you have extra money is not going to get to you to your long term goal the same way a um, good solid pace of putting a certain percentage of every paycheck into your savings for investing uh, purposes is going to get you to where you want to go long term. So if you wanted to compare a runner's steady stride to uh, reflect your steady financial contributions that are leading to your long-term growth, that would be a good way of looking at it. Um, in terms of um, you know, the reflections that I think a lot of runners had in the race yesterday, um, I think midway through the race, the runners typically will kind of adjust and reflect on where they are right now, where they want to get, and what they've done in the past, and they can call on Um, their training and they can say to themselves okay usually around this time I get a little kick or this is where I need to just keep steady for a minute it's similar in the financial reflection uh, that I think is essential when you're looking at how you're doing in your accounts and thinking of it in a long-term way and I did a podcast about this um, recently that I talked about, you know, just because you're getting a raise doesn't mean you increase your lifestyle 100%. There's a certain percentage of that raise or bonus or whatever it is financially that you're going through at the time that you want to make those adjustments sort of mid-race on where you can better hit your goals. And I think the longer you do it and the more you make adjustments, the the more likely it's going to be that you're going to get to your desired result. So adjustments are important and reflecting on what's taken place in the past and trying to adjust yourself upward for the future is going to be a big benefit in the long run. I think we can draw that comparison from the race. The next part of the race that I think is real important to talk about is the recovery. You know, after you're crossing the finish line, um, your recovery is key for a runner. They have at the road race here in Falmouth, they had just a lineup of medical professionals and medical tents at the end of the race so that people could, you know, recover successfully, um, you know, because you push yourself. There's people that are all along the sidelines that are cheering you on in the race. And I think that that's the one comparison that I said to myself, you don't really see that in the financial world unless you're working with a professional financial advisor and having regular meetings with them and they're giving you feedback on where you are at and where you're going it's hard to compare that to the race another interesting thing and my son justin pointed this out yesterday is that 
as the race went by, like we were cheering so loud for the, the first people that were coming across uh, the six mile marker. And as time went on, because there were 10,000 runners, I mean, you're, you're standing there on the sideline, so to speak, for, I don't know, an hour and a half as different people coming across at different, um, you know, paces. But here's what happens at the end when it's just a handful of people that are left these are the people that probably have struggled the most and probably needed more encouragement than anyone because the other runners were already like they were on their mission they had got to where they wanted to go and the people at the end had less and less people to cheer them on and isn't it interesting in our financial life that as you are building it there's really no one there to cheer you on it's just only when you're getting closer to your goals do you actually start to feel like you're actually going to accomplish what it is that you are that you had set out to do i think that the people that need the most encouragement were probably the people that were closer to the end of this group of racers not the ones that were in the beginning that were solid in their pace and went steady through so it was uh, important for me and uh, Justin and our friends. We stayed until the end and we kept, you know, encouraging the people that were probably not in the, the best shape of all the other people that were there. And it reminded me of me encouraging my clients to get started and just start little by little and be consistent and it seems insurmountable when you start but eventually you're going to get to where you want to go if you just put it on automatic pilot and become that just regimented machine of saving and investing and of course you can compare your recovery after crossing the finish line to your recovery financially is just allowing the time for your investments to grow uh, you know much like post race recovery compound interest takes time but it does yield substantial results so i love the dual narrative that i've been able to create comparing uh running a road race with um, building your financial portfolio and building your long-term success financially because each phase of racing parallels a financial lesson preparation signifies goal setting execution mirrors consistent savings mid-race reflection resembles adaptability and then, of course, recovery embodies the magic of compound interest. And when you think about it, you know, as a runner would celebrate their triumph when they cross the finish line, remember that just as those steps guide them to victory, these principles guide us towards financial well-being. I hope this was helpful for you to see um, that comparison and what I was drawing from the race yesterday to what we have to do in our lives to become financially successful and um, have long-term growth and create residual income. And I hope that you can take some of these lessons and just apply them to your everyday finances because it's going to make a difference. I promise you the long-term goals that you have for yourself financially won't happen overnight. They will happen over time. Just like a racer doesn't jump up and decide one morning he's going to do a 10K or she's going to do a 10K. It takes time to prepare and then execute and then recover from that. So with that being said, if you feel that you want to pass this uh, podcast episode on to someone that you love, you care about, someone that you are thinking about, maybe someone that's a runner that's trying to build their financial life, 
that would be cool i would love that i love your five star reviews i love your comments and questions even more and as always guys we will see you back next week for another episode i am looking forward to that until then thanks for listening see you on the other side thank you for listening to this episode of the family business podcast If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.